Thanks for tuning in to Accented. This episode is not scripted and it's for English learners who want to listen to real conversations. Each week, I interview a new guest who has a distinct English accent. On today's episode, you'll be hearing from Namrata, who lives in Versailles, France, but is originally from Mumbai in India. Hello to another episode of Accented. Thank you for joining me. Now, I've received some emails from some listeners and please keep sending me emails and especially if you want to come on the show. Now, I haven't responded to everybody. Uh, I will be sending you a message very shortly as I need more guests. I need lots of different accents and if you have an accent and I actually haven't recorded it for the show, please send me an email because I need a lot more guests. So thank you to those who have already reached out to me. I will definitely be in touch because I want to get you on the show. So on today's episode, I'm chatting with Namrata, who is originally from Mumbai in India, and she lives in my part of town. She lives here in Versailles in France. And as I was listening back to the audio, of course, I've got my setup here. Uh, when I interview people, I do it through the internet and it just depends on the equipment that everybody else has at their place. And the audio may not be the best. And I thought, how are my listeners going to understand or they may find it a little bit difficult with the audio. However, most of you are going to be speaking on the telephone and even though you may find at times the interview can be difficult to listen to, I guess we all find that when we are talking on the telephone and we are speaking with people when there's a lot of noise like in a cafe or at a shop. So I wanted to keep it in there and I guess the whole idea of Accented is to keep this as authentic as possible. So please just try uh, what I like to say to a lot of people is use context clues. If I know the context of the story or I know the context of what is being said or what was said before, then that's going to help me understand what it is that someone is saying especially when I'm speaking a second language in French, I find that if I understand the context, then if I don't necessarily know the word that I've just heard, I can guess or even make out what it means and continue on with that conversation. Okay, so before I start the interview, I'm going to go through some phrases that were used when I was speaking to Namrata and she used the phrase, live and let live. And this is a really interesting phrase. I haven't heard it in a while, but it's a, it's a common phrase in English for sure. And I really like the way she used it because we were discussing uh, different cultures and the French culture. And she said she feels that people here live and let live, which I think has a really positive connotation to it. And 
I guess by saying that, that people do their own thing here. So you can have your beliefs and you can do as you wish. Of course, if you're not hurting anybody uh, in the process of that. But, you know, you, you can live your life and I can live mine. So you, I can tolerate you and you can tolerate me. So it's that sort of idea or even maybe even live and let live. It's people aren't concerned with what you're doing. They're only really concerned about their own behavior and you can do what you want as long as you're not hurting anyone, as mentioned before. And I can do what I want. So there's no, nobody's getting upset at each other. So I think that was a really uh, great point she made because I guess I've been on and off living in France and Australia and I've never thought of it that way. And, and I think she's spot on when she said that's part of some of the French culture. Something else that Namrata mentioned was that she had an unfortunate incident on the metro. And yes, unfortunately in Paris, uh, there are pickpockets and she called this person a phone pest I've never heard that term before but I have been told to be very careful when you're using your phone on the metro because if anybody out there has visited Paris and been on the metro it's very quick it's very crowded and people generally keep to themselves Uh, I know When I've traveled the metro, I would just sit there. I used to have a 40-minute ride to work and I would just sit there, take out a book and read and be oblivious to everything. I wouldn't notice anything on the metro. And Namrata mentioned that she actually had her phone stolen and she called this person a phone pest. Uh, I was nearly pickpocketed once on the metro, uh, it was with a backpack, and I remember slightly feeling something on my bag. And when I quickly turned around, the person jumped onto the metro. I didn't even have time to think what had happened, and then I processed it. And uh, I was very careful. I never put my wallet in the front pocket of a backpack. I do like to take a backpack around, but I guess you just have to be very cautious. So, uh, yeah, unfortunately, because of how quick everything can be on the metro, uh, these things can happen. Okay, so I think it's time to get on with the show. Welcome to Accented. On today's episode, I am speaking with Namrata, who is originally from Mumbai, and she is living in France. Welcome, Namrata. Thank you for having me, Kimberly. Yeah, so tell us a little bit about yourself. How did you end up in France? Uh, well, so um, I, I got married and my husband worked in France in a car company. So that brought me here all the way from Mumbai. Okay, now do the two of you speak French? Uh, I do. Uh, surprisingly, he, he still doesn't even though he came before me. But um, when I came here, I didn't have a job. So, of course, it was more challenging for me to to live here and to find a job without knowing French. So I, I dived right into it and started learning. Excellent. And you 
So you started learning French, but what was your first job? It, what were you speaking? What was the main language? Uh, so my first job in France was at a media company called Brut. So uh, they make these news videos um, in very crisp format. Luckily, I was working in English because I was hired to work with the Indian arm of the company. However, because I was in France and the theme was French, um, I had to I had to be able to understand what they were saying to be able to communicate with them. So I think that really um, made my learning of French uh, quite fast, faster than maybe classroom learning. No, definitely. I think when you're thrown into it, you're going to have to make it work. Exactly. So what are the differences between France and Mumbai? Oh, yeah, I, th- I think they're very different. Um, I think in terms of um, uh, in terms of the culture, um, I'd say that French people are more uh, they, they live and let live. I would I would like to believe that. Um, I feel more at easier in terms of what I wear, what I do, and the the decisions that I make for my life. At the same time, on the flip side, it can be a bit isolating because there are so many people. In India, um, you know everyone, you know your neighbors, you know the guard in your building, um, literally everyone. So at times it can be a bit lonely, but uh, yeah, I've, I've grown to love it. Yeah, it's it's interesting because many years ago when I lived in Paris, I didn't know my neighbors at all and you live like a couple of meters away from them yeah. <laughs> and we're both living in Versailles and Versailles is so different to what Paris is like and it's just next door. (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, I think life is slower in Versailles, don't you think so? I think it's slower and I'm amazed at how friendly everyone is. Absolutely, yes. That, you know, eight years ago in Paris, you know, I, I... as I said, I didn't know my neighbours. Uh, I remember I was sitting on the metro once reading a book and didn't realise that I was sitting next to my boss and I had been for about 10 minutes. You don't notice anybody. You keep to yourself and you don't do. You don't look up. You don't do anything. I know. Uh, in fact, funny story, now that you mentioned the metro, I, uh, I was a victim to the notorious uh, foam theft on the Paris metro and it it surprised me how everyone was so immune to it because they must have seen it a hundred times that nobody reacted except me, of course. <laughs> what do you mean like a phone pest? Can you explain that? Uh, yeah, yes, I was sitting on the metro. Uh, I was actually using my phone. I was texting and um, this thief, he, he waited for the, the train to slow down and the doors opened. He ran towards me, grabbed the phone out of my hand and jumped out as the doors were closing. So it was a split second and I couldn't even do anything. <gasps> that is horrible. Yeah. Did anybody say do anything? Or when after no. did they ask if you're okay? Uh, no, nobody reacted. Uh, it's just that when, um, I mean, I was visibly disturbed and just one lady came up to me and said that she would help uh, communicate with the help num- the helpline number in French and that was really nice of her but other than that no reaction that's lovely that that lady came over and and mm-hmm. helped you uh, but 
maybe nobody saw. I am really surprised we decided to move to Versailles because Paris just seems a bit too crazy for a family and you don't get much space um, apartment-wise. So we decided to come to Versailles and I am surprised uh, how kind and how much people want to help you here. It's incredible. You're absolutely right. I get the feeling of a small town, but still a really uh, a big city as well. So how long have you been here in France? Uh, so I have been here four years and all four in, in Versailles. Um, yeah, I, I would say four years is a long time, but it, it's not long enough to really call myself um, fully integrated, if you know what I mean. I mean, the language really plays a very important role in feeling part of of a country or a space. Do you think you'll continue on living in France for quite a few years? Uh, Yeah, I mean, definitely for another couple of years. Um, I keep insisting to my husband that he learns French so that um, he has more options as well, because uh, it does get a little limiting in terms of profession, I would say, if you aren't able to switch as quickly or uh, move on to something a better opportunity if you have language as a barrier. It is. It's it's very interesting, though, how much uh, jobs are taking on people who speak English here. Because even when I went for job interviews and I said, oh, I can speak you know, French, they were like, oh, that's okay. We just need you to speak English. We do most our meetings in English. <laughs> I was like, that's okay. <laughs> no, it's interesting how... Things are starting to change. Um, But I guess maybe it depends on the field as well that you're looking in. So with your husband's Mm -hmm. lack of French, and I guess you said that your French is better than your husband's, what communities are you a part of? Does that not speaking the language, does that hinder you from uh, hanging out with people here? Uh, no, I, I wouldn't say so because we do have, uh, I mean, we mostly have only friends who speak English. So uh, there are Indians, there are Bulgarians, there are some Spanish people. So English is the common factor, luckily for us. But um, I think that having French friends would also open up a lot of um, of avenues for us. And uh, it's, it's a symbiotic relationship. I, we would learn more French if you have French friends and Uh, that in turn gives you a bigger circle. Yeah. And have you found French friends that want to speak English? (laughs) Not yet, unfortunately. But I think that I'm looking for other moms because I think just being a mom is both uniting and isolating at the same time, if you know what I mean. Um, So I'm really looking for other mom friends. And I have been, uh, I have found a couple of French women as well who are, really keen to make friends with people with similar um, life paths. Yeah, that's it. I think it is. It's it's finding people that have the same sort of ideology as you too, not just the language. Yeah, it's 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 tough. I think it's tough for anyone being an immigrant anywhere. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And um I I lived in England for a year. And the, the experience was vastly different purely because of language. 
because other than that, I think there are a lot of similarities between France and England. But yes. just knowing the language fluently made my experience very different in England. What What do you think the similarities are? Um, in terms of similarities, I think that just the kind of um, the kind of culture in terms of entertainment, what people like doing um, in their free time. Uh, is very similar maybe to me because coming from india uh, it's it's different but uh, yeah i would say that the the mindset of people tends to be a little bit similar in europe as compared to india it's interesting to hear your viewpoint because as an australian and knowing a bit about the english culture and the french culture i would say oh there's heaps different there's, there's, a, there's a lot of difference between the two. But, of course, it's all perspective. It's also – it's not – it's a European culture still. Yeah. It's not um, an Asian culture or even when I have students uh, – when I lived in Australia and I had students come directly from China. Like I can move to France and, yes, it's different to me too, but there's also similarities with the food that we eat and, uh, yeah, some of the things of the culture. But I guess, of course, in every region, as you would find in India, I'm sure each region you go to, you would find something culturally different. Yes, absolutely. That's that's so true. I mean, for you, maybe if you visited India, it would seem quite similar. But like you rightly said, uh, for someone living there or originally from there, uh, you notice the subtler nuances. This is the one thing I was so sad about coming to France is they don't have Asian culture like we do in Australia. And I am missing all the Asian food. (laughs) (laughs) What What are the main dishes from your region and your husband's region? Um, so, uh, unfortunately, you you will never see them in restaurants outside of India because they're not very um, fashionable. But uh, where I come from, we put a lot of uh, jaggery and sugar in our food. Um, oh. I come from a state called Gujarat. So, they, they put a lot of sugar in the food and it tastes really good. But, yeah, it's a bit sweeter. Whereas my husband, who comes from Pune, um, they... They eat a lot of um, fish and and dry spice. So, yeah, it's, it's much hotter. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show today and telling us about your experience and living here. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Kimberly, and uh, I hope to have you over for an Indian meal soon. I do too. I, <laughs> <laughs> I would love that, some real authentic cooking. That would be great. All right. Well, thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of Accented. I'm your host, Kimberly Law. Accented is released on the 15th and 30th of each month. If you'd like to find out more about me, please head to kimslawofenglish.com. I'd love to hear your thoughts, so don't forget to leave a review of the podcast or even a star rating. Speak to you soon.